Welcome to And With Your Spirit, a homily podcast that takes preaching out of the sanctuary and moves it into your daily life. Let us make ourselves open to the voice of Christ and the movement of the Holy Spirit, that we might be transformed. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. In tonight's gospel, we hear one of the most beloved stories that occurs in the synoptics. Uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all three have this story of a man who goes to Jesus and asks about perfection. Each of the authors has a different take. In one of them, he's a ruler. I think that's Luke's gospel. In Matthew, he's young. And in Mark's gospel, he's just a guy, I think. Anyways, tonight we hear the Matthew's version of the story where a guy goes to Jesus and asks what he needs to do we hear Jesus' response. For the times where we have not asked the Lord what is best for us and also have not gone to him for reconciliation, let's take that moment now to call to mind our sins and ask to be reconciled to our God. Did he miss the point? Just before we walked out of the sacristy tonight for Mass after adoration, I looked at our two house residents and I said, I don't know what to preach about with this gospel because... There are things that I don't understand. And then, when I heard Deacon Rocky proclaim it, maybe because of who proclaimed it, I understand now. Maybe. (laughs) The young man in the story tonight, he goes to Jesus and he says, what good must I do to inherit eternal life? So he's asking the question, how do I get into heaven? And is that my responsibility. Can I do it? And Jesus, in reply, doesn't say immediately, keep the commandments. His first is a question in return. And what does he say? Why do you ask about the good? There is only one who is good. He says, if you wish to be perfect, keep the commandments. And then the young man says, got it, right? Check liar, you know, maybe not, maybe not, maybe he's better than me. I've kept all of these since my youth, he says. I'm, you know, I'm a straight-A student, I'm a valedictorian, I'm good to my mom and dad and all this stuff, I've got it, right? And so Jesus reiterates to him what the commandments are, but if you notice what Jesus does with the commandments, he doesn't start at number one and go up the list, he starts halfway through the Decalogue of Commandments, the second half. And the second half deals with honoring your parents, uh, not stealing, not committing adultery, not bearing false witness. In other words, the commandments that deal with you and me, not with me and God. Those are the ones that Jesus says to keep. Keep the human level ones. And at the end, he just kind of summarizes the list by saying, honor your, or uh, love your neighbor as yourself, right? To really drive home the human element. And after Jesus says the list, that's when the young man says, I've done all those. What else do I lack? And then Jesus says, if you wish to be perfect, to merit perfection, then go sell everything you have, give all of that to the poor, and you will have eternal life. Then come follow me. When I was in the back in the sacristy, I was trying to reconcile what that meant from Jesus. Um, If I sell everything I have and give all that to the poor, then I have eternal life. Good, right? 
I mean, that's what I want. I mean, who wants to go to heaven? Yeah, you don't have to raise your hand. Hopefully everybody. <laughs> Maybe not today, somebody says. Anyways, everybody wants to go to heaven. And if Jesus just told them, this is how you do it, like he tells this man, you've kept all the commandments. Okay, good. Now sell your possessions, give it to the poor, and you'll go to heaven. Well, sign me up, right? But then why does he follow that with, then come follow me? Like, if I've already gotten heaven, why do I need to follow you? Did the young man hear that? You know, that, that's what was rolling through my head before Mass began. But then I, when I go back and I listen again, I think Jesus makes the point very clearly toward the beginning. When Jesus says, why do you ask about the good? There is only one who is good. I wonder if in this gospel, what Jesus is trying to tell us is that it's not enough, or maybe it's not best to aim for heaven. Can I say that? I wonder if what Jesus is trying to say is don't just think of like getting over that hurdle or walking through those gates, but think about the thing that's going to be in heaven. And that thing that's in heaven that we should want is the one who is good, right? And when Jesus tries to redirect the young man by saying that, why do you ask about the good? There's only one who is good. Then he kind of gives in and says, okay, fine. Do the human things and you can get through the pearly gates. And whenever the young man says, I've done those things, then Jesus says, okay, well, then sell the rest. Like, do it totally for other people. And after you do that, your, your eternal life is gained. But there is something more. Then, he says, follow me. Sometimes I think that in our faith, we can reduce what we do and why we do it to simply the life beyond this one. But what Jesus promises time and again in the gospel is not just heaven, as good as that's going to be, even though eye has not seen and ear has not heard, as good as that's going to be, he promises us a kingdom on earth. He promises a hundredfold in this life and in the world to come. If we give everything else up and follow, if we have nothing before him, Jesus says over and over again. I wonder in the gospel tonight if that's what Jesus wanted the young man to hear. Yes, heaven is going to be great and go for that. But there's something even more for you. And if you don't miss the point, if you follow Jesus, you can have that even now.